0: welcome to Camp Constitution Radio with your host Hal Shurtleff the show is heard on WBCQ the planet every Monday evening and Thursday evening seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time and broadcast on the incredible WBCQ the planet uh, broadcasting out of the beautiful Monte Maine in Arista County and it can be heard also on our automatic page and we just increased our um, status uh, we're now considered a broadcast status which gives us unlimited uh, band space so we uh, and we're actually what we've been doing in the last um, week or so has been uploading a lot of the audios from the Sam Blumenfeld archive so uh, people who have uh, who are not have not been exposed to his incredible work uh, have access to it from a automatic page and we get it becoming quite popular at this point. Uh, let's see. We also, uh, the show is brought to you by Camp Constitution, which, among other things, runs a week-long family camp. And next year's camp will run from July 18th to the 23rd. And we are lining up some excellent instructors, as we do every year. And this year, uh, we filled the camp. We had over 140 people. It was a great experience, and we are hoping for the same thing in 2021 and most of you uh people have been listening oh, on a regular hell, basis know that i know that i live in boston or did live i'm moving up to new hampshire to be a, you know not closer to the camp but also uh to be uh, in a a better spot for my family i think anyway um a guest has called in how you doing there uh keith
1: i'm doing just really fantastic it's a real pleasure to speak to another constitutional uh Patriot.
0: Well, thank you, uh, Keith. Bro-, Bro, is it pronounced Broders or Broders? Broders. Okay, I got it right the first time. And you are with a group called Liberty Tree.
1: Well, I'm, I'm just basically I'm an, uh, but just an individual, and I've got a several websites. So one of the websites that I use is called the Liberty Tree University, and uh, another one of them is called ConstitutionalStudies.info. My main objective uh, on these websites is to not to teach or tell people what to think. It's to give people the facts so that they can decide for themselves. Pro- the problem, One of the biggest problems we have today, I believe, is, is that most people are so darn lazy that they don't want to use their brain. They want someone else to tell them what the Constitution means. And so basically what they do is they, they basically memorize, regurgitate, and just repeat the things that they've heard other people say. And my position is that the best way to learn the Constitution is to discover it for yourself. It's an exciting adventure for people to discover uh, what the Founding Fathers had in mind. And um, so basically, I've created a website. that is based on primary source documented evidence. Uh, I have one course on the Constitution, one on the Bill of Rights, and one on the Declaration of Independence. People can go to this website, and for free, they can basically take my course on each of those three founding documents. In addition to that, they can play some games. They can play interactive games. They can also uh, participate in lessons, take quizzes, and uh, frankly, they can basically teach themselves the Constitution. They don't need somebody else to tell them what to think. They can think for themselves. All they need is to be given the information so that they have the power to, uh, to discern.
0: Uh, let me before I ask you the question I do want to point out that there are a number of organizations in some cases individuals that have uh, constitutional study groups uh, Mrs. Catherine White who's one of our instructors she has a program called the Constitution Decoded and she does a couple of classes a month in, um, in the greater Boston area and she has a website called the Constitution Decoded. Uh, Constituting America Janine Turner the uh, actress has an organization and they have uh, some influence in classrooms. Of course, Camp Constitution, there's the National Center for Constitutional Studies, which I guess is a pretty influential entity. They uh, teach people about the Constitution. It was founded by the late Cleon Skousen uh, who did incredible work and his great work uh, carries on today. In fact, we get the little pocket constitutions almost exclusively from their organization uh and uh, hillsdale college uh does some does a office of free course and i would say most of them all of them i've just mentioned are pretty sound uh but we it's it, so it's always good to see more individuals or groups that are promoting this great document so give it uh, give the listeners a little bit about your background
1: well basically i was a high school teacher and coach football coach wrestling coach and a very passionate uh my history was always my favorite subject, and but unfortunately, um I never really learned very much when I was going to school. I was basically being indoctrinated like everybody else, and it wasn't until around the time that Barack Obama came on the scene that all of a sudden I began my education. That's when I started realizing that I shouldn't take anybody's word for anything. I should study mm-hmm. and acquire as many facts as I could, and then basically use those facts to draw my own conclusions. Uh, I believe, obviously, that when we were born, we were born with a brain. And our founding, our, our creator wanted us to use that brain to dis- discern. And uh, I started to learn and I came to the realization that all the time that I spent in school uh, up until around 2008 was basically a waste of time. That's when I started studying mm-hmm. things out for myself. And uh, so the thing about this website, which makes my website so, so different than any other, the main thing about my website is the interactivity of it. And in other words, you can play a game uh, of Jeopardy uh, involving the categories, the categories are all related to the Constitution, Bill of Rights, or Declaration of Independence. So you can play Jeopardy on this game, and you can ch- challenge your son or daughter, your grandson or granddaughter, to uh, these very interactive games. You can also play who wants to be a millionaire. You can take a whole mm-hmm. series of quizzes. Uh, there's just a, a whole lot of activities. It's not where you sit back and listen. My, my feeling is, is that when it comes to education, it, education is not something that is given to you like a package. Education is something that you earn by your own participation. And that's why this website is so different than everything else. By the way, I wanted to mention you mentioned several really outstanding sources, and I've used all of them. Also, a couple of other sites that I wanted to mention is the Chris Ann Hall's is an incredible. Teacher, oh yes, Chris speaker. Ann Hall, absolutely. And another uh, one Chris is Hall micro-
0: been an instructor. Uh, I'm sorry, she had been an instructor at camp over the years, and on our YouTube channel are a number of her videos. If you go to our YouTube channel, Camp Constitution, and just click on playlist. You put Chris Ann Hall, you'll find, I don't know, about a dozen or so of her incredible classes.
1: She is, she's wonderful. Michael Perutka, the Institute on the Constitution, the American View. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, he is also really outstanding. And uh, frankly, uh, also, there's a lot of things that have been done by Rick Green and David Barton also. So there's a tremendous amount of resources out there, but most of these resources are not based on getting the listener to get engaged. Most of them basically are, they, they basically talk and they lecture and they basically give their, their spin on the Constitution. But with my website, the difference is is that we ask the people basically to take quizzes, to, to uh, participate interactively online. And in so doing, playing a game of Jeopardy against your mother or father as a high school kid. This 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 engages the whole family. So this is an incredible tool for people who don't want to uh, have somebody else tell them what to think, but people who want to think for themselves.
0: Well, you you brought up something that you uh, you said that you were pretty much brainwashed or uh, conditioned in whatever. Did you go to a government school or?
1: Uh, oh, or I just went to a regular yeah. pu- regular public high public and school. Went to, yeah, went, went to went to, went it to college this, and,
0: Uh I'm 61, and I went to the Boston public schools, which at one point were pretty good. Uh, I got in, I think, towards the end when it was no longer any good. But I had a teacher, my eighth grade history teacher, Mrs. Wolf, and I can't tell you if she was a liberal or a conservative. I know she loved America, and she loved history. You know, she would teach uh, the down, some of the negative things, which I think is important. You know, you want to point out that we're a great country, but we make mistakes like all great countries have. And uh, thankfully, the state, many of the mistakes have been corrected when they can be corrected. Uh, but one thing uh, that uh, I think she was very wrong, and, uh, or she was wrong was, in fact, before I mention that, I say back in, and this was back in the 70s, uh, 72, 73, we had a memorized dates We had to memorize the preamble of the Constitution. So she taught history, but she also included the Constitution, the Declaration. We we, we memorized the Gettysburg Address. There's nothing wrong with memorizing uh, important things, whether it be Bible verses. I think it's extremely important to memorize Bible verses. And some people can't do that, and that's fine. But there are some people that can. And, And, again, it's not just regurgitating something. You know, some rote memory, but it's understanding the preamble, not just that's, okay. That's, we hold these truths. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that, that's the important part that you just brought up. There is is understanding. It's the understanding. Just memorizing those, the dates and things like that is not as important as knowing about what happened, why did it happen, what can we learn right. from it, et cetera. Those are the things that, that are that are most important. Um, I think that memorization is important. I fr- I frankly think that we should memorize. The Bill of Rights, to the best of our ability. And I've got several, uh, one of, I've actually offered three courses on the website. One of the courses is called um, The Declaration of Independence. One is The Declaration of Independence, The Bill of Rights, and The Constitution. Each one of these has a series of games and activities and things that people can get involved in as an individual or as a family. Also, one of the things that I'm trying to promote is the idea that maybe what we should do is we should create constitution clubs on all high school campuses where the students can basically learn the constitution outside of the the regular curriculum, but they can basically study the constitution self-study and they can basically have competition at the school where. Mrs. Brown's class will challenge Mr. Smith's class to a competition to see which class can score the most points on on the Mm -hmm. quizzes collectively and to play games of uh, Jeopardy, a a Jeopardy contest um, so that we could actually create a uh, Constitutional Scholar of the Year for each of the high schools. And then we could have contests rather than having basketball games and track meets, we could have Constitution bees, where we could challenge, one school could challenge another to see which school had a better grasp of the Founding Fathers and their original intent.
0: Well, a couple of years ago, uh, we donated, uh, Camp Constitution donated, oh, about almost 2,000 copies, the pocket copies of the Constitution, to the Manchester, New Hampshire uh, High School. And we offered to teach it, because just having the t- Constitution itself, while well, it's okay, if you're not reading it, and then reading it through the eyes of the original intent, because uh, you could teach the Constitution, I mean Obama, for goodness sakes, was a constitutional uh, professor, he taught the Constitution, but I know that his version was that it was written by dead white Eurocentric males, and it has no validity today, was... It was written in an agricultural society with a population of a couple of million and it's an outdated document that has no validity today and we need to change it and so forth. The Electoral College needs to be abolished. So that's what we're getting today. And it was interesting, some people don't even know what that is. Oh, I don't oh, the Electoral College, oh that has to go, that has to be banned. And you say, What is that? Well, I, you know, they don't know because like you say, they're just regurgitating things that they've heard.
1: Well, that's uh, unfortunately the sad truth. Our public schools yeah, well, and the I want media... To mention,
0: I, back to, I want to get back to my history teacher. Uh, she said that the Constitution upheld slavery. As much as she admired the document, and she looked at the what was referred to as the three-fifths compromise in Article One, which says that for every five slaves, they'll be counted as three people. Now, at first view, it sounds like, what, five Black people are equal to three white people. That doesn't sound right, but if you understood the complete context, at the time in uh, 1787, only Massachusetts and Pennsylvania had freed their slaves. They had small slave populations. The northern states, the northern states, well, had, that had slavery had small slave populations, but the southern states—Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. Had large uh, relatively large slave populations And if they counted each slave and the southern delegates said yes the more the more uh, The more people we count in the um, Census the more congressional representation we have even though those blacks Didn't have the right to vote and there were free blacks in these southern states, but they didn't have the right to vote So they weren't they didn't have full full freedoms uh, there would have been more members of the uh, Congress that were were basically doing the bidding of the slave industry or the slave uh, aristocracy. So the compromise was, no, well, you shouldn't count any. This is what uh, was counted by those in the northern states. And the compromise was, well, for every five, we'll count three. But the Constitution never said that you had to have slavery, that states were free to end it. and there, And it also called for the end of the slave trade. By 1808, and the minute a, a year before it was abolished, the slave trade was abolished, and I think the death penalty uh, for for that was was installed. So, uh, so a, a lot of things of the Constitution. And let me let me throw that out to you because we get that a lot. We people who love the Constitution, is the Constitution? It was written back in 1787, and this is 2020. Why is it valid today? That it was a long time ago. What's your, what's your response? Well, to that? Well, first off, um, back in
1: 1787, what was the temperature that water had to uh, reach before it could freeze?
0: That's right, Th- 32 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit. How
1: it is, t- today, it's the same thing. Water boiled That's at 212 right. degrees during when Moses crossed the Red Sea. Water boiled at 212 degrees, and it still does. There are things called natural That's laws right. that do not change over time. Principles are eternal. They they last forever. Uh, that which is right uh, today was right hundreds and of hundreds of years ago. We, That's things right. That's like that do not do not change. And frankly, the progressives want to basically uh, change the meaning of words. Uh, the fact that our country is inundated with wordsmiths—they call these wordsmiths lawyers. They basically are attorneys. Well, in a, the word "attorn" means to twist. Attorneys twist Mm. the meaning of words so that they can basically uh, cause the people to believe things that aren't necessarily true. So that's one of the problems that we have is is that people are not – the Constitution does not need to be interpreted. The Constitution means what it meant when it was written. It it doesn't change over time. It's like a contract. Yeah, there's some words
0: in there that are archaic that that we don't – use. and I point this out to people too. They'll say a well-regulated militia – Being necessary to a defense of a free state, and they'll say, "Oh, that means you have to have all kinds of laws and rules." Well, it's just yes, you do need regulations, but they were—that's not what it meant. It meant uh, that each militia unit in the in the several states were regular, that they were consistent, that they were um, trained, well equipped, well equipped, equipped, equally trained.
1: Yes, because uh,
0: if you call out the militia. Hearing uh, I'm, I'm the president and I need the militia called out to put down a, a, a problem in another state. I, I'm hoping that the officers are trained, the officers in New Hampshire have the same type of training as the officers in Maine or, or California, so when they are called out that there's some kind of cohesiveness that when you, when you utter an order that it's understood regardless of where you're from. And that was a problem in the Civil War, too, between West, Point, uh, so, uh, West Point-trained uh, officers and non-West Point-trained officers. So that's what that meant. It had nothing to do with all kinds of regulations, you know. So.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, they weren't well controlled from the top down. It was controlled from the bottom up. So anyway, uh, the the Constitution, like I said, Scalia said it well. He's basically said, you know, the Constitution means what it meant when it was written. We don't need to interpret it. If you take a look at the the concept of judicial review, that is not in the Constitution. There's nothing That's in the correct, Constitution yeah. that gives that gives the Supreme Court the authority to interpret the Constitution. The, the judicial, the concept of judicial review was essentially invented by the Supreme Court under John Marshall and uh frankly uh they do when they when the supreme court interprets the constitution what they do for all intents and purposes they violate the very first article in the constitution which says all legislative powers here and granted are granted to the congress of the united states well so many of the laws that so many of the laws or policies that we follow today uh came about because of supreme court rulings and these these rulings are not laws they are suggestions in fact the Supreme Court rulings are called opinions. It's up to the people in the states to, to, to be the final arbiter of the Constitution. The, the the Supreme Court is not the final arbiter of the Constitution. We the people, what, we are.
0: What, that's correct. What troubles me is the idea that Roe versus Wade, for example, is settled law. Well, first off, as you know, it's not law. It was a very bad Supreme Court decision that should never have struck down any Any uh, laws in any state and and in fact it should concern the case and the the baby was already born by the time the Supreme Court heard the case so they should have said hey this is irrelevant now there's no case here the child's born and that's that and not only that and again when the Supreme Court the Supreme Court does not have a police force they have no way of enforcing any of these decisions wasn't the Supreme Court decision ignored in Pennsylvania recently on over the election issue it's up to the attorney general to uh, to um, to uphold or enforce a decision, and the attorney general should never enforce something that's not, that that that's unconstitutional. Uh, in fact, you remember the case, the Kim Davis case in Kentucky. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she she was I think she was a town or county official, and she refused to disobey the state law that said you only issue license marriage license to males and females. And it was the Obama administration. They had no trouble enforcing Supreme Court decisions when it it, uh, suited them. They sent out federal marshals and put Kim Davis in a county jail. And had I been the county uh, sheriff I would have arrested I would have arrested the federal marshals put them in a county jail and built the federal government for the uh, time they were incarcerated and said you will not come into this county trying to in, uh, enforce a supreme Court decision and violate state law out you go and Sh- there Sher- are some examples Mack, where sheriffs have done that
1: sheriff Mack uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, has made a presentation on several occasions where he talked about how the sheriff who basically uh, took Rosa Parks into custody when she was sitting in the front of the bus, uh, what he should have done then is he should have said, you know, this law is wrong. It's unjust. It's unconstitutional. I'm not going to enforce it. And, and frankly, going back, going back to Dred Scott, I mean, the northern states, many of the northern states refused to comply with the law because they felt that the Supreme Court was wrong because the people are the ultimate arbiters of the Constitution.
0: And that was the Dred Scott decision that said that if uh, uh, Dred Scott was a slave that was brought into a northern state by its uh, his owner, and at that point he should have been considered free. He, by the way, he got justice in the in the southern court. The southern uh, got to the Supreme Court and they ruled against him. It, a lot of people don't know that. Oh, the old redneck? No, the state that he the state this the this, I think was the, the state it was uh, uh, he was he was. He won his case, but then it, would be, it was appealed to the Supreme Court, and he lost. He eventually got his freedom. I think at the time the decision was made, he was already a free man. But nevertheless, uh, that law was upheld, uh, and uh, that didn't that sort of helped uh, bring along the Civil War. Maybe not that, that case in itself. But again, it's another thing too. When you hear these uh, leftists uh, during the Obamacare uh, issue, when Obamacare was first passed, and some states said we're going to nullify it, or at least they talked about it, oh, you're a neo Confederate. Well, they don't they don't know their own history because, as you said a few minutes ago, that states did indeed know null- some states did nullify the Fugitive Slave uh, Act, and they just refused to obey it.
1: Well, I would like to invite everybody who's listening tonight to please. Write it down, http colon slash slash constitutionalstudies.info. This is an incredible website. I ask you to challenge, if you're a man, I ask you to challenge your significant other to a contest of jeopardy. I ask you to challenge your, your children and ask them to play a game of who wants to be a millionaire with constitutional questions. Get involved. Uh, don't just sit back and listen. Uh, learning is 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 a proactive sport. You just don't sit back and listen or watch a video. You've got to get involved. You've got to get engaged, and that's where my website is so different than virtually all of the others because I focus the primary focus that I have is to learn the Constitution by participating in interactive activities. Well,
0: one, so one of the things that we now. do. Um... We do a little out. We do outreach as often as we can, and there are times when we would have an information table, whether it be a homeschool show or a rally, or even downtown Boston on Boston Common. We have a ten-question quiz, and people like taking quizzes. Uh, some yeah. people are afraid to take our quiz, but the quiz isn't designed to make people feel stupid. Oh my goodness, I only got one wrong, one right out of ten. I should. The goal is to get them to understand that they need to learn more about the Constitution. And many of the people that we will we would come over the table, they say, oh, I learned that in high school. And they're in their 50s or 60s, and they haven't picked up a Constitution. And I'm not equating the Constitution with the Bible, don't get me wrong, but some things, you know, it's like you don't just... Read it once. You might read it, you might read Catcher and Rye if you went to a public school. You read it once because it was your assignment and you forgot about it and it was worth worthy of forgetting about. But the Constitution isn't something you just read once and forget because I tell people that it is the owner's manual for free people.
1: Yes, absolutely. Very, very well said. So anyway so, yeah, that's so I the, the message. Pretty-
0: yeah, I'm saying I think it's great when people interact to make it. it. Learning should be fun. And if you can't have fun while you're learning, then you probably, the teaching method probably isn't a very good method. And that's why I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people, when they do, oh, that's a boring subject, uh, you fall asleep. And I think some of that's deliberate. You know, They make American history boring. They make learning the Constitution boring when it should just be the opposite. It should be a very fascinating and fun thing and intellectually stimulating thing.
1: Well, I, um, I really encourage people to, uh, to visit the website, to get involved, to educate themselves, take the responsibility. It's no one, see the parents need to understand that when their children come into the world, The parents have a responsibility to take care of them, to defend them, to feed them, to clothe them, uh, and to teach them and to educate them. Too many parents have decided that, well, I'm too busy. I need to let the school take care of educating my children. Well, that's a very dangerous proposition because the things that the schools are teaching our children are not correct. They're teaching them a lot of false doctrines. They're teaching them things that involve uh, unethical uh, principles. They're they're preaching the gospel of, of socialism which uh, Karl Marx one time said that socialism is the road to communism. And, and, and he also said that democracy is the road to socialism and socialism is the road to uh, communism. So if we wanna be free, the best thing for us to do if we wanna be free is to get ourselves educated. One of the biggest problems that we have in our elections is that the vast majority of the voters are ignorant and uninformed. When you have ignorant and uninformed people voting, they make very, very bad choices. As witnessed and, by and they make the election.
0: That's right. They make dangerous decisions because they have no understanding. Uh, and some of the arguments about uh, the proper role of government, you know, for, for example, uh, health care, federal government has no business in it. When it comes to education.
1: It's not in the Constitution. You know, um, one of the things that, that I think is, is really important, too, is the fact that there, that, in our country today, when we have elections, there's two parties, and we have something called major the majority rule. That is the winner take all in the primaries and in the electoral college. Right. That that principle is completely unconstitutional. The Constitution, Article Four, says that we are to have a republican form of government. Well, That's when you right. give the when you give the majority thirty seconds,
0: Kate, we got thirty seconds. Yeah, I heard I'll- you. How can listeners get a hold? Uh, you give, give out your websites again.
1: HTTP colon slash slash constitutional studies dot info. Hal, thank you so much for the opportunity to share my Thank you, memory. and I'm going to
0: be posting this on a few uh, on Podomatic, and I'll have information in the description and also on YouTube, so I'll, I'll, I'll copy and paste the, you, the, um, your website. Thank you again, Keith, thank and you, thank Keith. you for coming on Take on care. such short notice. Folks, you've been listening to Camp Constitution Radio with your host, Hal Sherloff. And until next week, may God richly bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.